0: Welcome to Primetime Insights, where we inspire conscious growth.
1: We're three dudes, and I am Steph, we also have... Kim, And I'm Emil. And we are bringing you exciting topics that has to do with anything and everything in life. Uh, we're going to dive into another episode, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, we're live again, We're working.
0: We are live, Showtime Primetime, that's how we store things.
2: Bam, bang, I bang, think. bang, 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 bang. This yeah. is the bang, first bang city.
1: time... This is the first time we do two episodes in one day. Recording. Yeah, let's see how it works out. It's. Yeah. I feel like we we need to do these sometimes, and then we like challenge ourselves and try like a third one, and like we can have like a like a podcast <laughs> oh, you're marathon in there, a one. Yeah, like oh. a podcasting marathon. <laughs> yeah, Holy well, moly! I our- need to do it like our,
0: our yeah. brains are going to be so so full up after yeah. three podcasts
3: yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh, it will be a more much, than and like oh i'm already <laughs> i'm already kind of yeah
1: it's weird because it's, you need like a little bit you need a different type of focus to podcast you need to sort yeah. of the, like, i
2: mean i mean it 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 it, you, it depends yeah maybe because you want to you want to bring some type of energy. Like even yeah, though if you want to be genuine, that's another thing. That is like what you say, but you want you want to be energized. You want people to get uh, you know, you're listening to it, you Engage want to sound engaged. Like,
1: yeah. Like you're enthusiastic. Yeah. As
2: well. Yeah, right? yeah, So you feel like that, but I need to be
1: switched on. I, I have a question that I kinda wanna kick things off with. Um, how do you guys feel podcasting like from the first episode that you guys did up till now have you listened to the episodes do you think like have you criticized yourselves a little bit yeah. have you what's what's your take on podcasting from the first episode you've done till now like
2: um, my my take uh, on myself just to take that part into consideration is i mean i felt that my voice can get a bit monotone mm. um that's basically it. And then obviously like coming into the setting where everything you say is going to be recorded is like it you know, you just Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a bit like whoa. Do <laughs> you think whoa. about that sometimes when you're yeah, like, meeting someone new? Like what if they
1: listen to the podcast? Or like not someone new, but someone that you kinda of know could have listened
2: mm, No, to really. something, yeah. Not really. I find
1: myself doing that sometimes. I'm like, I'm if I know someone and I think they've been listening, I'm like waiting for them to like drop something that was on the podcast Right. Okay. It just it just I feel you. I mind, feel you. you know yeah, what yeah I, mean? I feel you. It has. It has for sure in moments, but it's not like I'm like crazy like just always thinking about that, but mm. it's definitely been an occurring thing. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have a podcast before. Uh you guys who listen to the pol- this <laughs> podcast know that because i said it uh, but i'm i'm used to it because i listen to my own voice like every week mm. so i'm mm. used to it i'm and i'm used to feeling the pressure of what everybody else going kind to of think Yeah. so for me it's been that way yeah yeah i already i'm in the process already mm. like yeah, yeah you're probably going to yeah yeah but, but of course i get cri- like self criticism um, with myself so like yeah yeah, we're not like with English I verbally I can't like explain myself as good as I want to
1: yeah sometimes
2: yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes yeah yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. I get caught up in the words because in Swedish it's, it's much easier it comes natural. yeah too. it's come natural for yeah. me it's like it's just happening and I don't have to think now it's like thinking Swedish and then I try to explain it in English and it's like yeah I'm not coming in always the best Explanation like now,
3: yeah, yeah, like now like now as
0: they're explaining it, it's happening, so yeah. so th- that's uh, actually what I'm like the self criticism but but not, but I'm I'm not like I'm yeah. used to the process of like I, I've been doing a podcast for a year, uh, year plus, so um, I'm not feeling nervous about putting out something there, mm-hmm. like that's. I, al- I already gone through that process.
3: Mm. Right. So, mm. yeah.
1: yeah. Now, definitely for myself as well. I, I've just been listening to the episodes and uh, sort of like, <laughs> it's, it's funny because sometimes you say so many things in a moment and you don't even realize that you've said it. Like, I don't remember a lot of the things that I say until right. I listen to them again. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I said that wow okay like, <laughs> Get like, a lost in the flow yeah but I had this I had this rant on the, one of the episodes about like standing for what you say and stuff but then it's funny because there's also a lot of things because the episodes are quite long and stuff you're talking a lot so there are things that you don't remember mm. that you've said um, one of the things that I like criticize myself on is that I realized that I was talking very fast and uh, i wanted to change that because i felt like the message was getting very construed and you wasn't you weren't able to like i could i could imagine how for people listening it would be difficult to sort of comprehend what i was saying mm. and a lot of times instead of giving them a full explanations i would say like oh, like that or think think i i say like oh it's um not going to give an ex- example just <laughs> yeah. but it's uh, Instead of giving an explanation or an example of the thing that I mean, I cut the explanation off with like saying, oh, it's like that. And then dot. And then I'll right. just let the ne- next person talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I listened to it, I was like, huh. I had like, I could have, I should probably have given some explanation or examples because that thing required an exp- an, an example for it to be like, brought to light like even myself listening i was like why didn't i give an example there right
2: right right but but i feel you when you say that you want to kind of give space for others to come in and sometimes that could be another thing it's like how how much can i like how much can i rant Mm. and then obviously like we've said between each other it's like sometimes when someone is ranting or like talking and getting deeper you really want to hit on all the deep spots personally i feel like that and also when someone is getting deep you kind of really want to you have these questions coming up but then you just forget about them as they go and it's it's like it's like being able to have a good fluent discussion where you can give everyone the space to like yeah, express themselves express themselves and
0: yeah, yeah. that's that what I think that's it's right. a little bit hard for me because I'm used to having conversations just with one person mm. in a podcast like yeah. in a podcast forum um, so this is a new thing for me to adapt right. uh, with a three person yeah. because as we all, we talked about this before like when someone says something you get a thought and it's like okay I want to talk about this and it's like then another person comes in and it's going to be Th- coming up with n- some new thoughts and that's right. going to be that's hard to like okay now I want to say this and it's like okay now I can't yeah. say this <laughs> as well it's like so I think that's it's also a challenging at least for me
3: mm. yeah mm. I definitely
1: feel that exactly that like there's so many times where either someone says something that sparks an interest like um, and like intuitive burst and in you, you just want to rant on top of that rant yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's that's... times where you just get the questions and you want to ask the person a question yeah but You want to let them be in the flow and say what they are like so into saying because you can see that they're about to like letting it all out. And then (laughs) you kind of want to ask a question. And then when it's your turn, you forget the question. And then it's like, oh, wow, that would have been a really good topic as well. Mm. But most of the time, I feel like we're really good with that. And we're just like, we let it flow, but it's not like we. I guess get too repetitive and too
2: exactly. We're trying. We're learning. Stale. We're learning, and we're that's learning. the thing.
1: That's the process as well. That's what I was thinking when I was listening. That we're just learning, you know. And like for me to even have these things to like criticize myself on is very. I think it's very good and it's very essential as well for us to get better at this Definitely. skill.
2: Definitely.
1: Other than that, we've had a, a interesting episode before. <laughs> <laughs> we played a little game. Yeah, we played a tri- little trick game. trick-or-treating game. Yeah. Um, Halloween style. And uh, we got to open up about a lot of things. Um, I opened up about, like, my futsal fear that I had in the beginning. Which I think is, like, I feel like that's a process with anything that you do. Like, before you become very good at something, there is a lot of... Uh, Fear about, I guess, looking bad or doing the wrong thing. Like, essentially, what I mean is there's a fear of failure. And right. we can almost tie that back into this whole podcast chat that we had now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like to this because I've been through something where I failed before so many times. Doing a new project that I'm passionate about, I don't have the same quote unquote demons or whatever. I feel a lot. Like better doing this, and it feels right to me. I don't know why that is, but um, I I no, I think it's just like that's how it is. You become better at failing, basically, or your perception or perspective on right. it changes.
2: Yeah, exactly. It can change, and then then like you say, you you're able to kind of recover from a failure much better. Like if I just look back uh, at my life and how I used to act when I failed, I used to be devastated like i i hated to fail so much it was like the worst thing and it was it was more so like you like you said as well it's like it was an ego thing for me like it was as if i had an expectation on myself and then then you know how the mind plays out it's like because you have the expectation you kind of think at least at that age i thought that everyone had that expectation at me as well And then when I didn't live up to it, that would be like an identity crisis type situation where now I can see it more as a process. Like we have been talking about all this episode, Uh, you see the process of things and you realize that a failure is just an opportunity to grow or it's just indicating that something that you're doing might, you know, you might want to change or maybe it wasn't your day or it's like more of an evaluation type thing, Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I would say now. I agree with that, and I, but I also think it's an interesting thing. Failure in itself, like I feel like it's it's it comes down to being a perception. And if you choose to look it, look at it as a failure. Like what even is that? Like hmm. I missed the shot in the game, or you know, the girl that I asked out said no, or whatever. Like wh- it's it's not the thing that you're doing that's the failure. It's the way you perceive it, the way you let it play on your mind that becomes a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the end all and be all. And that that's what I'm interested in. Where does that come from? From us to like think of it even as a failure, you know? Yeah. Just because something, it, it could be one of a million reasons. And just because something doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that it was a failure. Right. right? But we use this label and term as well a lot of times. Uh, I guess without understanding that and just thinking that... You know if something doesn't go the way we had an ex- expectation to which is really just our perspective yeah it's a failure yeah yeah i but feel like another yeah. person might see that as like no nah, you actually did well you know yeah it's, uh, I no think it's no a different of course thing. i yeah. mean
2: like when you have that ego kind of mm. having an expectation then then when you don't live up to it it's just like expectation then it will be disappointment and the whole energy of that situation will be a disappointing situation where you failed So I think that you kind of think about that situation with that type of energy as a disappointing event instead of like not having an expectation, not having your ego kind of uh, lashing on to a certain type of thing that you're doing. And then when something doesn't go the way you wanted it to or hoped for, it doesn't have to be such a big deal. It's not a disappointment. It's just, okay, so they went this way this time. Mm. Yeah, can that. I change that? Can I do something about what the, what would I hope happened and just leave it at that mm. and not be um, like like was got attached to the outcome.
1: Attached to the outcome, yeah. Basically. What do you feel was uh, your tr- like turning point in realizing that where you started to become more like aware that this is what mm. you were doing?
2: I feel like my turning point was when i realized that these events really like they brought on so much stress within me and it was unnecessary i can't really pinpoint how i got to that realization i guess from failing a few times and then just seeing the pattern that i was uh, having after i failed we can say quote unquote failed now because you can't really can you uh so i saw that my pattern was very I would give things up quickly and I realized that that isn't healthy for me I didn't do healthy stuff afterwards it was a lot of negative talk and I just I don't know it's just I just had that awareness one day I can't I really haven't thought about why I came to that conclusion yeah but it was just bringing that awareness and then just changing the the kind of language I use with myself after after I quote unquote fail and like we said before like you you change the perspective on it and you see it as a big happening like a big process so this isn't the end all be all I would see things as like this moment would make me or break me mm-hmm. and I didn't live up to the moment and now I'm broken so it's and kind I of like wasn't who instant I was.
1: gratification in some ways you wanted that reward quickly you wanted the like in whatever you were doing if if you had that setback mm. then you felt like oh shit like that was not what i expected that was not yeah. what i had I think i put
2: m- too much pressure yeah. too much pressure on myself to live up to whatever i, I thought about it mm. or like i would come in with the notion that this certain type of experience if i can go through it and i can like uh i don't know succeed in it that will mean these things about myself. So Mm. that will mean that I'm a strong person, I'm a this, that, this. Mm. But then if I don't, then am I the opposite all of a sudden? Mm. And you know, that would be like my ego getting very hurt because I can't attach myself to the good words. Yeah. So then I must be the opposite. That was kind of the talk that was going on in my head at least.
1: Okay. Where do you think that comes from, like both of you? Like initially, where do you think that stems from? Because I feel like, What you're saying there, it's not something that just you have or that Mm. I have or that Kim has. It's something that a lot of us go through. Yeah. And a lot of us are attached to, you know, the outcome of the things that we're doing. Where do you think that comes from inherently? Is it just, or is it a good or bad thing as well that we have an ego that makes us react in that way? Or should we be super detached or should we sort of implement it in like smarter ways or, Mm. you know? It's an interesting question I
0: think it's come for expectations like the big expectations do you think it's
1: external though how you receive those expectations yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's most uh, external yeah I think so at least for mine uh, it, it has it has been yeah. like that Yeah. external like yeah. okay I want or whatever I can be like whatever like for for health like mm. I want I want to have this body mm. I want to look in a certain way uh, I want to I want to have these kind of listeners. I want to make this kind of money. It's I think it's most like external when I think about mm. it.
1: But is it what? But are the these? initial type
2: yeah. of uh, exposure you get. Where did it come from? Like, did do, do you feel like your environment kind of had that? influence? Going for like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think
0: the social media, social media, um, the environment, like the, the friends uh parents whatever yeah
1: but for me it's like what i'm thinking now i'm just having this thought is that even before social media and stuff i remember having these expectations stuff for myself when i was a lot younger you know when mm. i was like in in middle school and like um like 6 seventh, 8th 9th grade you know it was always like oh like oh all these people i remember those 96 pants oh like, shit everyone wanted to wear 96 <laughs> pants for yeah, some reason yeah. because that had status that was the status thing of yeah. the day and it started and then everyone wanted to have these like crazy hairstyles and it was like everyone just like started to vibe with each other and do that you know but in in such a a negative way like it was like that whole like ego status thing right yeah, it was yeah, not yeah. because it was literally serving you and then if you didn't have those things you felt like shit right you know? but i think that's actually I
0: mean, the same way with social media but just the before social media, exactly with before like so, yeah, yeah, yeah with like trends or whatever magazines or you see on TV like like always celebrities mm. like doing something like people wanna be like celebrities or mm. whatever trend is going on because often like a celebrity starts a trend yeah. like wearing something or changing like David Beckham he's like a trend setter for I don't know yeah. with with haircuts right. and stuff like that and the way he has like his clothes or mm. stuff like that mm. um and that's actually like you, you want to have that like trends but, I, yeah, like, it's a culture it's like a culture you, thing, yeah it's a yeah. culture to you want to be in uh, hanging up with like the cool kids or fit mm. in mm. fit in kind of thing
1: mm. yeah I, but the thing where i go with that is then like i think that's a positive thing like, for someone like david beckham to even be able to i feel like when i was younger and i wanted to have my hair like that i didn't yeah. think about the negative consequence i didn't have like enough awareness to like oh i'm gonna be like David beckham it was just like i has a cool ha- cool hairstyle yeah and that's just inspiring me no you know? and like i want to play a little bit like him and stuff like that but then when you get a little bit older and stuff like i said like in the middle school when you start start you know with all and it's so much like status it's all about looking the right way and all of those things you know and that's really when it becomes a problem because i feel like that was the point for me at least where I started to develop attachment to those things right, and uh, that attachment then carried like for a long time. And when you have attachment to things you like, if you don't have them, basically you beat yourself up over it because you're so attached to the image that you're supposed to have or whatnot. And it's just, if you don't ever look at those things, if you're not willing to look at like at it as having an attachment and realizing that, okay, What is the kind of self-talk that I get if I don't have these things? You're, you're going to keep like taking those attachments to the next stage of your life. So if I have, you know, say the next thing, I get a wife, I get kids and stuff. Obviously, maybe it's not weird to have attachment to those things, but it will just like be played out in a different way. If you don't have like an understanding of the attachments or the program behaviors that you have from like a younger age. And even this, what I'm saying now about the... I didn't even have this thought before about me being in middle school and stuff. Like, I haven't shared that, but it's just... It's funny, like you said. It's like the process before the social media. But what I got inspired from them was like TV shows and uh, like high school dramas and stuff like that. Right. And I felt like that reality was the reality that we had to live out.
3: Right. So, so if I right. wasn't
1: living up to that, those sort of expectations and the thing that they were doing, I felt like... You know oh like isn't that how life's supposed to be or mm. like, we're weird if we're not doing that you know <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah that's just one of the things i i had a like i guess i was inspired from it but it became an attachment right for sure
2: yeah yeah i mean i can relate to that like mostly because i really feel that that in younger years it was more like you say like an inspiration. It's it's more of a you find something you like but you kinda do it your way. You don't like take on something to to be to be able to be happy with yourself. And I feel like like you say, like in middle school and stuff, it is more about you just want to like the fitting in aspect you want to be you want to be in and like if you don't then you're weird Mm. and that notion of like what the collective is doing is what is the right thing to do and if you're not doing it there's something straight like if there's something off with you then there's something strange with you also it was like a negative kind of connotation to that word i feel like in middle school like if you were different there was something also weird not just different like different can be just all cool like different is just different Uh, but uh, it was like a negative tone towards that and and yeah so that is what you did
1: yeah 100% um it's it's a such a (laughs) You know, it's so funny how we can explain this now and then look at the different stages of life. And the thing I said before was really just like, I was just like thinking of how it would be if you didn't ever get a grip of these things. Mm. And you hear so many stories about that, how people like, you know, they <clears throat> get older and stuff and they realize that they have an ego. They realize that they don't have to attach <laughs> their thoughts and to yeah, their expectations. Yeah. And then they're like 30 and they quit their jobs and go per like pursue a dream or something Mm. you know because a lot of like the things we are like at the end of the day we are a product of our environment and of our past Mm. in a lot of ways Mm. and I don't think we'll ever um, (coughs) kind of get away from that it's fine Mm. we will get away from that it's just like how we choose to finally look at it and then what we can use Mm. it for like channel it in a positive way in yeah. order to take care of our futures in order to pursue some fucking fun goals mm. and do some shit that's cool and exciting you know cuz we do only have a one chance at this you know yeah maybe
3: <laughs> whatever this is <laughs> yeah. we have one this chance like, we what, yeah. like yeah. But what, but what i'm
0: just... thinking about is it, like when we are kids and when we are teenagers we we are not taught how to to look in what do we really want to do like mm. we are actually looking at external factors yeah that's how do you true. want to look what do you want to become what do you want to do like when you're a kid i want to be an astronaut i want to be a police i want to be a fire department Dude. fireman like yeah. <laughs> fire guy <laughs> fire guy yeah, you know like it's all external it's like you look at all these things in your environment how yeah. how is your family what are they doing mm. uh like from TV shows, everything when you think about it, it is external. But but then when but you if, say that, okay, yeah. so
1: I, I, I you can see where you're going. And what I'm yeah. thinking is like, what? But then if we had to look within all the time, like we need to look outside to be able to look in, sort of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You need to get information somehow. Yeah. In order, you need to make sense of things in yeah. order for you to, like, okay, what can I do with this? Like, that's how you gain inspiration. And that's what I'm saying, inspiration, for me at least, is not inherently like a bad thing then because you're feeling inspired, you're feeling like passionate about something, you want to do something, you want to pursue something. You know, you get inspired to do something. Yeah. And if you always looked within without any information of anything outside, you wouldn't mm. be inspired.
0: Yeah, 100%. But you're not taught how to look inside. Mm. You don't have a, like a manual or how, how do you do it. You don't even mm. talk about it. Mm. Exactly. Everything is external.
1: No, no, I feel like... like both. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so the, what it is, like, it's probably, like, the balance, like, you know, yin and yang, like, the yeah. life... Yeah, yeah, looking I, I, I get what you mean, yang. like... Looking within is very... Yeah,
0: but yin. but the, do you, like, like you don't... You don't taught, you, yeah, you're yeah, not not taught that. Taught school, that. Like, yeah, we weren't taught yeah. that. We weren't taught that in yeah. school 100%. I yeah. didn't
1: know, like... Like, every thought that I had up until I was 21 years of age, I thought was myself. I was like, the, 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 the reason that I think this way and the things that has happened to me they're all me like that's what it is i thought some people like this is what i thought so, like t- take this to futsal right i thought some people oh he's, he's just that way that's why he can do all these things when he's on the court without realizing that man he's just like me he's a process he probably had his failures and stuff when he was in my age or when he was younger or whatever that made him forced him to look into himself or to practice more or to do something like I attach to everything that I thought about myself, which, you know, there's a lot of things like that. You know, we have like 86,000 thoughts a day and 90% are negative. That's not a fact or anything, but (laughs) there are those things. And I really do believe that before we sort of develop some type of consciousness, because I've lived that, right? I lived that way for a very long time, where I just like, I thought it was like completely okay and normal and like to think badly. And even to look down on others, and to if someone was doing something good, it was like fine to be negative or just talk and judge and just be jealous and all these things, like mm. without trying to grasp what it was or to gain any control of it. Mm. Because I wasn't taught, like you said, in school, I wasn't taught to look within, I wasn't taught what these things meant. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything, you know. No.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like the mentality that is usually occurring is that as long as you look good you're fine and that's it yeah. <laughs> and you're smiling like it's honestly like if you're smiling you look happy uh, yeah you look you look right exactly. then there's nothing to question there so so i mean like like you say as kids you know we go around we look at others they're smiling they're happy you know maybe there's a fireman who's smiling and he's happy and you're like cool be, be how, that. how how much do you feel
1: like people are like when you meet someone new, right? And they, like you said, they look good, they're smiling. Mm. How much do you think of that is like authentic? You know, like how how many I don't know where I want to take this question, but like sort of that is how, so
2: hard to judge. Yeah, I I think I know where you're going. But with on the average, question. like
1: how many people do you meet who can look good and smile but still be like depressed and feel sad and stuff? Which is, yeah, I feel like in general, that's a very temporary state. But for a lot of people, it's like chronic depression, right? They, yeah, they
2: go yeah. That. I mean, I've been depressed, kind <laughs> of, I guess, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I haven't I haven't, gone to a doctor who to, told me like, yeah, you are like depressed. Uh, but I would say like faking a smile is very easy. Mm. It's very easy because when you're at that state when you're that down mm. just fake like faking it it just becomes like almost your natural way of doing things mm. so for for me to judge if someone is like genuinely happy i find it hard because it's, it depends like it depends how much time you get with that person you start talking to them some people are just blatantly like fake yeah very over the top, like super happy all the time. You're like, mm. bruh, the yeah. fuck? Like, <laughs> how can you be this all the time? But maybe they can. Okay, I'm just looking at it from my from my lens of life, and that would be very hard for me to do.
0: I'm thinking about me just now. Oh, you did? <laughs> you I was no, I was kidding.
2: think I was thinking about my yeah. old teacher and okay. that Kim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! now. Kim <laughs> Kim is very happy, but he does has okay. like have his like very serious yeah. side as well, which 100%. which I've been. Uh, which I've seen, Uh, but no, it's very hard to see and very hard to know. I think as you get to know yourself, this is going to sound super super deep and deep, but as you get to know yourself, you can can then see the same things that you might have done uh, in others. So that overly like fake smile, whatever. Maybe I can, because I've done it so much when someone is doing it, I can kind of like see that. so, so that that's the thing, too. Like, you get to know yourself, you get to know how you act. Like, when you're genuinely just, like, happy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just comfortable with the situation. Like, how do you act? Mm-hmm. And then you can just notice that in other people. And when you fake it, and that comes from being honest with yourself, because I fake it, too, sometimes. And when I, when I do fake it, I know how I do it. Like, I know how I portray myself. Mm-hmm. So if I see someone doing the same thing, again, I know this is, like, judgment in a way i can't be 100 percent sure yeah. but from the only criteria i have is myself so i'm looking at it and yeah maybe you can spark up a conversation just ask that person you know are you really that happy
0: fake it till you make it right <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're like, bro, you're like to all the depressed people out there. Fake it too like, you just smile every day, and like you will just like jump over. No, but but it, isn't it like
0: a defense mechanism, like putting on the fake smile?
1: Yeah, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you because it's so much harder to be vulnerable about the thing that you're going through, uh, to people that might be strangers or even if they're you know even if there are people that are close to you yeah. that don't have that image of you you feel like the only way you can receive acceptance and love from other people is for you to live up to the image that they have of, of you, you yeah. in their head yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I feel so that, yeah that's, that's a very I think that's a very common thing definitely yeah. and it's definitely 100%. a defense mechanism then yeah because then you're like oh, I'd rather just tell them this and this and this so I can feel accepted and loved but it's not truly how I feel yeah or it's not truly what I'm going through yeah you know, and that thing is just gonna keep being in there and boiling up, boiling up all the time.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of conditions. I feel like, uh, I really feel like, I, wow, that is that is something I've struggled with a lot before in life. Uh, like not being genuine with who I am and like not actually just expressing my feeling in the moment. Like you said, now it's it's based on like, if i meet someone and i'm like happy and we've met like three four five times and i'm happy every time to then like switch to that mood mm. it feels i don't know i'm just not like it, it raises an, an uncomfortable feeling inside of myself because it becomes like very you're like so then if i if i talk about this or if i express this will it still be the same kind of you kind of like trying to hold on to what that relationship was instead of mm. just like Giving it the opportunity to become something like else or something more, or maybe I had I had a few experiences when I was traveling where there was people that I that uh, that really inspired me to to just like be me in every in every situation and having that experience of knowing that there were so many relationships that just like took off into the deep ends and what what I mean is like like the relationship just got so much deeper. It was so like much more acceptance. And what happened was we didn't only hang out when we were happy and excited to go out and do things. I could hang out with people and I was just sad. And that was a thing that we could do together now, you know, mm-hmm. and it just brings that like expansion of a relationship that there's more to you, to this relationship in the end. If both parts kind of accept that you can be whoever you want to be, whenever that is, whenever the moment is uh, yeah, expressing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with uh, relationships are so tricky in that way, because um, like you said before, it's a lot of conditions. A yeah. lot of times for you to live up to this image, to be the certain way that the person expects you to, and then you don't feel comfortable to share whatever is underlying that yeah because you think that the relationship is dependent on that and i've had the same experience the best relationships are the ones that aren't really dependent on anything friendships like even with family and stuff like everything is accepted um and if you have that feeling like if you feel comfortable with that every that everything is accepted then you can share the thoughts that you had like maybe the dream that you try try to kill someone in your dream or whatever yeah, like yeah, yeah some freaky shit but like we all have those in weird ways like it yeah. has happened before yeah, yeah exactly and then instead of thinking that you're weird that you can't say it like you know because you're afraid of this people this person gonna think that you're a loser like no you can actually mention that and you feel okay and you exactly. know that no no matter what's gonna come out of you um you still feel accepted yeah, yeah. and it's like an unconditional love thing yeah
2: yeah no that is very funny I mean but it's so
1: hard like it's so hard with the relationships and I it's just so much to go into here Um, with everything from you know just friends from family yeah like I feel in a lot of ways I feel a lot more comfortable in sharing things with my friends than I do with my family yeah but I've been with my family since I was born Yeah, yeah technically right yeah so I should I don't know why it's so why that is so much more difficult or hard um,
3: it's interesting I
0: yeah. think when I think about it uh, we talked about it before mm. like parents they don't want to open up about their hardships they're going through because they want to protect their child mm-hmm. I think it's they, they, they're always going to be like the strong one you know par- parents want to be the strong one They don't. they don't want to be Weak or vulnerable, mm-hmm. so they don't want to share those stories with parents, uh, with, with, <laughs> with, with, with a child, with yeah. kids, and uh, that's that's why I think it's harder to to have these conversations with your family because mm. you are not used to having them. Mm. You are not used to used to having those open, like maybe to share vulnerable stuff. Because you're not used to doing it, used to do it with your family. Yeah. And maybe I think it's easier to do it with your friends because then, then you can be vulnerable, then you can be open. And I think, I think it's, it, it, it becomes a
1: gap. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's what
0: well, I feel. What do you guys feel about that one?
1: I agree. But I also feel like it's not with all friends either. Like, cause you No, of course, you, exactly. You have to like, that's the interesting thing with relationships as well. You get to a point. Where it's just like flatline. Every time you see each other, it could be the same thing over and over again, unless someone takes the leap to sort of like, yeah, yeah. Open you know, up. see how, open up yeah. with whatever it is yeah. and see how that other person is going to react and receive that. Um, and then you, I guess from there, you kind of have to like, it, it could be a make or a breaking point. And yeah. then, you know, you see what the relationship really is or if it's really worth it, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I do think that. But with parents, I, I feel. I feel like you made a lot of good points and I feel as if I'm just trying to relate to my own situation and stuff. It's, it's definitely, yeah, I feel like the, the programming that you have, like the behavioral stuff that you've learned from your parents and the way they expect you to, to be around them, like the, the image that they have of you, you've had that image for so long. And I can even think of that, like, as I'm coming back now, it's hard for me to be, "Quote unquote," the person I was in Australia. Not that I'm Mm. like, because I'm coming home as well, and I'm back in the same environment Mm. with this my my dad, and it's just so easy for me to be his kid again and to like do the things that I did. Come back to the
0: old patterns, old patterns and stuff like that. It's easier. They know they know you're Steph from Sweden exactly,
1: Mm. and then it's like okay, like have you like you haven't really grown this much or whatever? You just you know it's so easy. It feels like. Yeah, it feels super easy to just go back to the same ways yeah. that things were before. Yeah, I Even guess, though they yeah. don't feel right for you, you know?
2: I guess it, it, from my perspective, it's just, it's a relationship that is that has built and been a certain way. Because like you say, uh, you have these, I don't know, you, you don't talk about certain stuff within the family and you haven't done it for so long, so to break that... And to actually go through that is, is not as easy. And like you say as well, I can relate so much to that. Like going to travel for a long extended period of time coming, like changing a lot. Like mm-hmm. you just feel like a new person. Then you come home and then it like takes a week. Everything and is then, the same. And everything is the same. Yeah. And you start acting the same. And I guess that's like a habit that just like, it's like ingrained in you because it's the habit we've been developing for the longest time. Yeah, so it would be the the hardest one to break. And I feel with friends, it is... Like, I want to say the difference there is, as you're growing up, as well as you're growing as a person, you kind of... Like, you, you want a space where you can let these things out and if it's not with your family then they're just kind of going to make themselves come out you know it's just Mm going to come out this new way of expressing this new way of speaking of talking or whatever you kind of found about yourself that you want to do differently Mm -hmm. Uh, i feel like it's a bit easier because you're also growing up with your friends some of the friends at least you're kind of growing up with them or they're like at the same age so they might be going through the same thing maybe they're not the same age but they are going through the same things uh but yeah it's 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 very interesting i have i've never ever thought on the topic of why why it's much easier to break that pattern with friends
1: i mean uh, even like for you and me kim our relationship when like before you came to australia it was like just this kind of bros like just hanging out like yeah. we could just hang and chill do whatever but we didn't like really, really talk about deep things. No, we didn't. Same with like my other friends from Sweden and stuff like that. It's never was never like a pattern thing. Yeah. Um. And then I had those relationships in Australia, and I started to cultivate them with a lot of people there. And then like it just felt natural for me to to go there with you as well. Yeah. Like, cause, and that's it's so funny because there's so many times where we have the opportunity. To just yeah ask the questions and stuff. Definitely, but then it's also yeah. like it's not about forcing or imposing this relationship onto people. Exactly. It's more about like I feel every time when I've opened up vulnerably vulnerably, I've given another person opportunity to do that as well. Yeah. And that's kind of how our relationships have been built.
0: That's exactly what happened. For you in Australia, you open mm-hmm. up, you but you, you went vulnerable mm-hmm. and then, then I did it mm-hmm. because okay oh you did it okay I also have some stuff I want to be vulnerable with I have mm-hmm. some like mm-hmm. stuff I haven't talked about mm-hmm. and that is what's happening I think because like I my podcast I, I when I have like interviews mm-hmm. I open up and I be vulnerable and my guests open, uh, open often open up as well and be mm-hmm. vulnerable because I am vulnerable and yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's it can shows you, you can you, yeah, you can feel yeah. the energy you can you can relate to it and um, I think yeah it's open up like a, yeah, just a deeper connection mm. in some point
2: yeah yeah exactly you want the deep connection you want because like like we kind of set this whole thing up it's like when you grow up as a kid everything is about the shallowness of life. Mm. And you're very afraid to let some things out, and I feel like that accumulates throughout life, and you really like, like you really want to have someone to just like talk to about these things to not feel weird or not feel alone with like certain thoughts or topics or just like, yeah, getting that. It's an external like external thing, uh, external confirma- confirmation, mm-hmm. uh, but. But yeah, it just yearns a very, very deep. But is
1: it really though? Because then you're like you're expressing something that's internal to you, and yeah. all you're really expecting is like because the other person said it or whatever, or mm. it hasn't even heard it. You just like the person who's there is there; gonna hear it. Yeah. So it's not really that you're getting the confirmation, I guess. It's just, if there's an external
2: it, event. I mean, mm. like okay. So what I mean is. It's nice to get it from outside to know that someone else that is like on this planet feels Mm. like you because sometimes you can feel like that lonely with Mm. these thoughts Mm. especially if you haven't had uh, the room with your family and then with your friends if you have a lot of like bro bro friends Mm. very masculine type Mm. you know we just talk about sports and we only drink (laughs) beer you know but it it can be and then you have these thoughts and you don't know where to Like, where do I direct this energy? So I just need, like, I felt I need to connect with someone deeply. Mm. Like, I felt that for so long, because I felt so alone. And like, I had so much more of me that I wanted to express. It felt like I only had a fraction of myself that I expressed in a day-to-day basis. And that was my interest for sports and what I work with. And I had like 99% of me was just not expressed. And I really felt like that 99% just felt lonely. It just felt like it wanted some interaction. And I feel that is what you get from these external events. Like when you talk to someone, you open up to someone, when you talk to someone, you give space for all that other things to come out and talk. And you talk about them and it feels really good.
1: I feel like, yeah, that, and uh, so good in the way you put that. You have that like fraction of you that hasn't been like expressed yet and that you want to share. And that's kind of how I felt too. But that didn't mean that I didn't want to feel the other things and have the other things. No, of course not. I still not. want to have my bros. I still want to be able to talk about chicks yeah. and just fucking have a good time with whatever sometimes, you know? Yeah, but course. I still want to be able to go the other direction mm. and just go yeah. off the deep end and just fucking share all the things. And I feel like that's really important, you know? The, the fact of a balance. Because so many times when we experience something like that, this mm. happened for me, where I like started sharing these things and becoming super vulnerable I became attached to being vulnerable Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like no, every time I yeah. talk to someone I'm like oh, <laughs> kiss my feet <laughs> like I'm so hurt like whatever or like I, I needed to say I needed to you know even if nothing was going on everything was fine I'm like let's look for something that's going on I gotta yeah. find something within myself to share that's like deep like no yeah. man relax you want all of it you want to be able to fuck around as well you want to do yeah, yeah. you know you want to be able to go on tinder you want to be able to be on your instagram you <laughs> to, to fucking do whatever with anything it's fucking it's cool like don't the, the problem becomes that again if we go back to that like the attachment, attachment to those yeah. things the, yeah, yeah. the addiction to mm. just be this <laughs> one way and think that you're just one thing yeah and like yeah. the ego gets mm. so wrapped up in that yeah um, of course and it, I feel like tying out the knot there yeah it's like, yeah but no but it's kind of <laughs> like that Bruce Lee quote of like be like water you know just be formless be shapeless yeah, like, yeah. Adapt be, to be whatever
2: you on. are in this situation and also I would yeah. like to like what I feel as well that can uh, that I can add to this is like if you go through life I feel this with any type of emotional energy that is stored stored up within you when you don't let it out it will just either come out in weird ways, unexpected, uh, unexpected, hard ways, yeah. hard ways, or like the energy of it would just accumulate and would just become like heavier to kind of carry around. And what I feel there is just becomes an imbalance in life where the first part of life, you were very much in the bro, bro thing. And they just, when you discover that you can do life the other way, you just kind of, whoa, you yeah. just want to go there and you're like, overcompensate on the yeah. other side yeah. so it becomes this imbalance but i feel like after a while that can kind of balances itself out mm-hmm. and you realize like obviously you just you don't have to be one thing or the o- other thing like these these just aspects of who you are we're kind of everything like we're shallow and we're deep
1: yeah, yeah. i i also just want to say that it can be very hard to detect what everyone is saying in at least yeah. it's been in my life because I feel like the ego wants to protect itself so much that it doesn't want to make you look at things that are sort of bad because that's what the ego wants to do sometimes. It just Mm -hmm. wants to hide. It doesn't want to show you the truth or Mm -hmm. whatever. You know, it's just... So when you're going through, especially these emotional things that you've been doing for so long and suppressed for so long, when they actually come out, you can feel this weird, like you said, the overcompensation, like you're rebelling against... Whatever you're doing, your former self ish, which is not really a former self, it's just like a process, it's just like the things that you've inflicted yourself with. And it goes back to, I guess, our other episodes and stuff as well. But I feel like that anything to its extremes and stuff, eventually done over and over again, will be detrimental, I guess.
0: Yeah, 100%. I can relate to 100%. Like for me, like. Just the last year, just being being this dead serious guy all the time. Mm-hmm. Just um, just being into personal development. Don't uh, just just don't like pick any jokes or you say some jokes. Just be serious all the time. It's like I was so into that role of yeah, being yeah, yeah. serious all the time. Just being so deadly serious, and uh, that was kind of being like a identity is being too serious yeah and that's not me like i want to yoke around i want to have fun want... yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, sure. who yeah you know <laughs> <but like>, <laughs> no, i am Come you, on. you, I want you to know i'm around. fun i'm fun yeah. right i'm <laughs> fun. You I'm fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> me you me some affection here affection. you have some affection you are fun, but, no, but, but i mean i'm um, that that's that's just me i'm i can say some silly things and that's okay yeah, and it's okay yeah. for me to say them. It's like I don't Definitely. have to be this dead serious guy all the time, and that's that's a journey like recently i gone through. Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah, relative.
2: we're so much, we're everything, we're everything at the same time.
1: Yeah, and yeah, we so can be so, whatever. So, so we want it's to get to be. caught
0: up on this. This is this, this me, this is my identity, and you like yeah. and you lose the balance. Exactly, for
1: it. we're a multiplicity of selves. I feel there's several selves, yeah. The one self. <laughs> <laughs> no, when we, we are a universe of selves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh my God, we're multiplicity we sh- of selves. But no, all of but it. it makes sense.
2: Like yeah, we have yeah. multiple things within us that can yeah. be attributed as a self, but really we're just a one thing that kind of expresses itself in different ways, right. and that is okay. We don't have to get like attached to that one type of behavior that's getting gotten the most affection or the most acceptance and you know when you get that input and you have an expression that you feel like okay so when i express myself this way and i get this feedback and it feels really good so i kind of keep on doing it and when i can't do it i might be like fuck i can't be this person today i might not meet up with these people because you know if they see me this way i might not get that goody goody feedback that i want that's such an important back. thing to So, so and then we get attached to it and then we get attached to it and we want to do it we we overdo it and then you know you crash because you know that's just we don't work Or I'm gonna say I don't work that way yeah. I have I have different needs I yeah. want to do different stuff <laughs> I want to I want to express different <laughs> shit
1: yeah yeah fuck we're gonna leave it at that I think um, a little free flow episode now we just talked about anything that came up, really, and hmm. just gonna see where it went. But yeah, there'll be more episodes coming out soon. Stay tuned for that. This is gonna be episode seven, I think, eight. 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 <laughs> eight. And anything else, boys?
2: Yeah, as yeah. always, feedback, please. Like yeah, any, any type of feedbacks, ideas, feedback. whatever. You know, you have know a question. Can, can you relate now? to this? Can you, you re- yeah, yeah. Can, can you, you relate to any, uh, Put a those? yes any mm. type of comment section on instagram or facebook or just put a yes put a yes yeah
1: can you relate to this yes <laughs> yes. yes thank you if even if there's no put a yes put a yes <laughs> that's our alert. outro for
3: today thank you very much guys we'll yeah. see you on the next one goodbye